0: Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hello friends! Welcome to the Life Church Pastors Podcast here in Chico, California. We're so glad to have you guys here with us today today. We got Pastor Jeff with us uh I'm Morning. Bob Leahy, yeah, so um, man, Jeff, you announced something pretty uh pivotal and pretty incredible, something that we have not done at our church before um so that's right. Are you guys ready? Drum roll. Da, da, da. What hopefully, was your announcement? Hopefully everybody's at church. So they, they yeah. know, but if you uh, weren't at church, uh, here we go. Y- yeah. Like you go. if
1: you've been at church, you've noticed how full it is and how you might not have gotten a seat lately. So, uh, the idea is to go to three services, November 6th, November 6th, which yeah. is actually my anniversary with my wife. Perfect. Nice. Uh, so for our anniversary thought, what better to do than to, go to three services yeah. and be dead tired on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> afternoon after three services, nice, and
0: go home take a nap together so, that's yeah, right there you go, yeah, <laughs> cool, well, that's awesome um what what do you think kind of led us to this point you know over the the past year or two um coming out of covid you know not sure yeah what the church was gonna look like, what attendance was gonna look like um it's really challenging, you know pretty inconsistent uh attendance on Sunday. Um what do you think it is that that helped us get through covid and come out and almost like we got I,
1: I think about this all the time. Like I think about uh, first of all, I just always go back to Jesus is the one who builds a church. Hmm. So <clears throat> I don't I don't really understand um why it's necessarily happening here. What's going on as far as, you know, like okay Lord, you have a plan obviously. I go back to the when we very first started, and and part of the, the process back then was our doors are still open, mm. you know. And I I would always go back and encourage our leaders and go, He has us here for a reason. And so um, I think the bigger picture is that the Lord has a good plan for for us. Um, but the if you kind of come back down to earth and talk through like the why or what's going on, um, first and foremost, I think we have an incredible team of people who really love people. Um not saying that other churches don't. Um but I think we just do a really good job of meeting people where they're at and and that is uh something that people feel before they get to worship, before they get to the sermon, before they get to a time where they can, you know, maybe even pour out their heart after service or whatever it might be. Um uh, we've got a team that really like it I'm I'm talking like yeah, our staff and our pastoral team, but really just our whole um crew that helps serve and from being in the nursery all the way through um setting chairs up in the sanctuary whatever it might be like there's just so many different things
0: yeah it's so awesome i think to something you know over covid we kind of uh we treaded the line in the middle right yes and tried to meet you know people where they're at and tried to not you know pick and choose a real like this is for sure what we're doing this is we're doing this now you know we constantly had a shift. a and morph and we didn't just set in stone what we were doing and go through through that season um and just kind of strong arming you know we really paid attention to our congregation and paid attention to where people were at and um yeah i think that was that probably was something that really helped to um sort of help us after that season was you know not necessarily picking a certain way we were going to do things but always being flexible and able to um yeah just kind of meet our the needs of our congregation
1: yeah with that it's a i think it's a great point what people don't see behind the scenes is <clears throat> all the wrestling that we did you know as a team to really get to the point of uh i might be on one very one side and then a couple of staff members or pastoral team members might be on the other side and and we end up because we love one another and honor one another i think we we find ourselves well where's the middle in all this mm. And, um, I think that's, we're reaping the fruit of that right now, I think in a way. Um, and being bold enough to live in the middle is kind of what we, um, I feel like the Lord gave me that pretty early on in COVID, um, season where it just felt like we had to make a, a new decision every hour yeah. and it was just daunting as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And so once we I think once we found that mark for us, it was kind of our lane and that we just stayed in it and said, Hey, we we were well, like, it it helps people understand at least where we were and, um, those who weren't participating in services, you know, physically, uh, they still had a place with the church. And then those who were, you know, coming, I think they, they still understood that we have a broader church. Mm. And now that kind of COVID is over for the most part. Um, I think people are now like really, I think we have that momentum, which, um, also took, took a good year to get, back into the swing of things and teams and, and all of those things. But, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of, I, I sit back every once in a while and I go, Lord, you're do the Lord is doing something mm, mm-hmm. and, um, it's just an honor to be part of that. And yeah. from, from where I think we sit, but then also with any person in our church, I think it's an honor to be part of what he's doing. And it's right. really exciting. And, um, I think that's what people are feeling and sensing. So For sure. As we step into three services, obviously (laughs) that's going to be a bigger, you know, like it changes a lot of things It it, um, it shifts the way that, that everybody should probably think about church. You know, a lot of times I'll say, Hey, if you've been here for six months or more and you consider this your, your church home, it's really not about you anymore. Mm. Um, now we come and we, we get, get fed, you know, like that's a classic phrase. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, Absolutely. But then at the same time, as soon as we understand when we turn it around and we actually say, What can I do for the Lord here in this moment in this Sunday? Um, it changes the dynamic of the why behind right. what church is all about.
0: It's almost when you shift from a uh, kind of a consumer standpoint to a community standpoint in yeah. your church, um, when you step into serving and and being a part of what God's doing and what what's going on here yeah. so so you're saying three services so my question is are we doing a saturday night service are we doing a sunday night are we doing a metaverse service like what what is that looking like what are we what are we doing here
1: metaverse soon <laughs> soon that'll be our fourth service no um i think uh you know there's a lot of different models but right now we'll just do three services in the morning um we'll we'll shorten we'll tighten up uh the services that we have a little bit right now so that uh it won't extend us that much more for our whole entire, you know, community that serves cuz it is a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. It is a lot when people give away their Sunday morning to serve and and be part of that, but then I think it's rare that I find somebody good that goes, "Man, I was really bummed that I served." <laughs> it's a really yeah. uni- it it take might take a lot for us to make that decision, but 9 times out of 10, I think people go, "I'm really grateful that I had that chance to even Know, be an usher uh, or right. open doors for people or serve, you know, in in a pre K classroom or with Lana with tweens, you know, mm-hmm. like and so we'll do three services back to back to back, and um, we're looking forward to it.
0: So, uh, why now? What are we seeing in our services that is really making us want to do this now rather than maybe waiting first of the year, seeing how great, things look, um, you know,
1: yeah, so. When we look around, especially, um, classic idea is 70 to 80% rule. If our, if our sanctuary is that full, then it it can feel as though if I walk in there, I don't have a place Mm. and that's definitely not the message that we ever want to send. And so we want to be able to create room, create space for more people to come in and connect with Jesus, you know, our, our mission statement. And so the last couple of months have been very full, like Mm -hmm. I would say 80 plus 80%. And so, especially, you know, the way we roll service, you know, and the way our sanctuary is designed, it's hard to see. And our ushers are running up and down the aisles trying to help people as much as they can. Um, But it is full. And there's something really fun with that, obviously. But the bigger, grander thing is how do we connect everybody in Chico with the Lord? How do we Mm -hmm. connect people to Jesus? And so while we are lacking space within our sanctuary and the classrooms um so keep bringing those kids keep having yeah. kids by the way
0: one thing we say around here is life kids leads the yes. uh, the the mark on growth here yeah. like so we, we just we keep an eye on that and when we go ooh yeah, like class is bursting at the seams
1: when oh, we're having to constantly good... remodel our classrooms because of the size and growth of them then that's a really it's a great problem um uh, mm-hmm like that's what we just did with tweens and youth. Now they tweens has a, a huge room, which is fantastic. Totally. The youth group is now in the life center, uh, because they're growing, you know, and, uh, that that's a great health indicator. And so, um, but the bigger picture is, okay, let's go to three services and, and provide more space for more people. And a lot of times I'll say, or maybe I haven't said it recently, but you'll probably hear me say it a little bit more often now is, We make decisions not necessarily for that for who's here. We -hmm. make decisions for who's not here. It's good, and we want to really continue that. I think if we all had that kind of mindset in our own hearts and lives personally, it might change a lot of how we live. Hmm. And so, what am I doing right now that can impact somebody that I don't know yet or that's not at Life Church? And and the goal isn't to get every single human at Life Church, but it is to connect people to Jesus. That's a great mission and. So after three services, once that fills up, then what? I think that's the question. And so happy to say, like, we're going to plant a campus at some yeah. point. And then this church, you know, then then we'll go back down to three, two services, which might give us a little bit of a <sighs> deep breath. But the goal isn't to take a deep breath necessarily. It's just to continue doing what the Lord asks.
0: For sure. Yeah. I love that. Um, two things. What? what do you see as the biggest challenge for us going to three services? And what do you think is the greatest um, benefit to going to three services for, for us as far as maybe spiritually operationally? um, I don't know. I think of volunteers right off the bat. Uh,
1: Um, Greatest challenge. I mean, from a practical standpoint, it is just teams and making sure that, you know our kids' classrooms are taken care of mm. um and so if you have a heart to serve that that's a great place to start um because we think everybody can serve in those areas and and help with with all all the kids that are coming um, uh, i think the the biggest challenge is always casting vision that's clear enough for people to grab hold of totally yeah. So, cause if, if people understand the vision, you know, and Habakkuk says, write down the vision so that people may run with it. Mm. If, if the vision's clear enough of going to a third servant and, and, and asking everybody to extend themselves there, you have to really hammer down the why, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the biggest picture for that, the biggest why behind all that is again, connecting people to Jesus. Mm. And there's such beauty in that. And there's such, um blessing in it. But then there's also just a point of like pride, the good kind of pride. Like, I'm really proud of our, of our, of even our life team gathering on Sunday mornings before we even start. There's 40, 50 people there that are just serving our church who got up early and, and are saying yes to the, the smallest and biggest of things, you know, all different. And it's just a really beautiful, beautiful thing. So probably casting clear vision, which I love sure. to, to talk about and do. So uh, not always clear all the time, but also, you know, just, just making sure that people understand this isn't, this isn't about um, becoming a big church for sure. at yeah. all. Like that's not even part of what our ethos is like. Mm-hmm. When, it is all about um, pastoring those people that come through those doors and caring totally. for every person.
0: Yeah, I think, too, when the vision is clear and people are on board with it, a lot of those operational things that stretch us and the tension, like, tend to be a lot easier, right? They're not as hard to uh, dive in and do and stuff. And, you know, I love what you're saying about, you know, um, we don't want to be a big church. Like, we constantly it's something that we say with new people as you go through life tracks and stuff. Like, do life tracks find out if this is the family for you? And if it's not, we'll point you to Jesus at a different church, right? (laughs) 100%. And and there's nothing in that. But the reality is we're getting people who are coming and sticking and staying and we want to sort of extend our our tent pegs and, Mm -hmm. and make more room for people who uh come and they think maybe this is the church. They do yeah. like it, but then they're like, well, it's a little full. I dropped my kid off yeah. and the cost was a little crazy. And uh yeah. like we don't want those barriers for people to um to be experiencing Jesus on a Sunday morning here. Yeah. You know, you know I,
1: I I love all of this. Um the phrase I feel like the Lord put on my heart several months ago was um bend to bless, not to break. Mm. And excuse me. Uh, this idea is really like what you're talking about. Like when people understand the vision and get behind like, yes, I love this. Uh, I want to be part of this. And they find the the place that really suits their gifting and who they are. It really is. It's profound difference between somebody who reluctantly serves to somebody who's like, I'm excited to come and and do, do this one aspect of serving. And is that, it's that bending, which takes time. It takes, it takes sacrifice. Um, and it ends up blessing. And I think this next step from two to three really is that bend to bless. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit more of an extension. It's that again, stretching out those t- tent pegs, um, pull, pulling open the curtains a little wider, um, so that, uh, more people can come connect with the Lord. And so I think as we've always taken these, you know, big steps throughout our, the history of us being here, I, we always see the Lord's faithfulness in all mm-hmm. of it. And so totally. just really looking forward to seeing how, how this plays out for each individual, but then also the church. Yeah.
0: It's amazing how when we step out and do things that we're like, all right, we're going to see how this goes and like, this could not go good, but Lord, that's what we're called to do right now. So we're going to just trust and go and do it. And yes. it's just amazing how things turn out and absolutely consistent and, you know, continue at it and continue to seek the Lord and yeah. what he's doing here. Like he'll take care of us. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Amazing. if you're listening
1: to this and you you're not on a team but you come to Life Church, like just jump on. For sure. And see what happens. And you're not in you're not supposed to you don't have to be there forever. Like yeah. if it doesn't work, no problem. We'll find another spot for you. It's 100%. Yeah. So Awesome.
0: Well, thanks Jeff for uh divulging your secrets and your uh, big announcement <laughs> announcement from Sunday. Uh man, we got a couple weeks, man, and we're we're going for it. There so, um as Jeff said, Look for teams that you want to jump in on, um, find your place in those three services, find your community, um, and be a part of what's going on here at Life Church. So we love you guys, and we're just so grateful for those of you who tune in and listen. If you have any questions or um, anything, you can email us over at info at lifechurchchico.org. Love it. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org.
1: Have a blessed week.